episode we heard the implications that the author Santok Singh wrote as he begins this new section, Ras number five. We also heard how Guru Hargobind left the Gwalior fort, how he went back to Majnu, his main encampment in Delhi, and from there on the request of Emperor Jahangir and Vizir Khan, he comes to the court of Jahangir. So the last episode ended with Guru Hargobind entering the court. He was seated on a very fine high seat that was made out of sandalwood and on top of that was placed a very finely embroidered white cloth. Jahangir and all the ministers bowed down to Guru Hargobin and that's where <clears throat> chapter 2 now picks up describing this and then how Jahangir clasps his hands together and says humbly Guru Hargobin you've given me the gift of life you've saved my life. For my sake you went into the Gwalior fort and recited the name of the divine with great love We've made some great mistakes, but even then, you've been graceful upon me. At night, when I was extremely frightened, seeing two tigers on either side of me, then I would remember you, and you would come immediately there, giving me your sight. You sat there in the fort doing this meditation, this recitation for me. Under that glory, how could I feel any pain? I would think of that, and it would comfort me, thinking that, you are my guru, you are my peer, my protector. Guru Hargobind heard this and then said, Those who have placed faith in the Guru's house with great love, they would come into that sanctuary. How would Guru Nanak not protect them? Those who keep good relations with the house of the true Guru, like your elders did, Babar, Mayu, Akbar, these elders of yours made the Gurus extremely happy and received great blessings from them which made them live in such bliss and peace as emperors. Now, Jahangir, think about a clean mirror. Whatever face you look at that mirror, it'll show that face back at you. So if you apply some oils, sandalwood and saffron, you do yourself up to make yourself look pleasant and smell pleasant, the mirror will reflect that. And if somebody places dark dirt all over themselves, making their form look disgusting, well, then the mirror will show that too. And in the same way, the Guru's house is akin to a mirror. If someone shows bad faith to the Guru's house, it'll respond in kind. And if one shows love and respect, it'll do the same. They'll see the fruit of their actions and the way they act towards the Guru's house, both in this life and the next. Those who disrespect this house will hit their head in regret. And those who show love and respect will always live in great bliss. You have from the start had faith in the Guru's house. Why would the Guru's house not protect you? So Guru Hargobind was saying this to Jahangir and as he was saying this he would every now and then place his hand on his knee. Sometimes he would raise his hand up while he was talking to emphasize a certain point. And in that hand he was holding a rosary. And the beads of that rosary were made out of Kapoor wood or also known as camphor wood. And this wood, these beads looked really beautiful. It was really well made. When Jahangir saw this rosary, it captured his mind. And he said, wow, that rosary that you have is truly amazing. I've never seen such a beautiful rosary. It looks like it's extremely valuable. 
like it's come from a very far off land. Guru Hargobind heard this and said, oh yeah, you recognize that, eh? A Sikh had brought this from a very far off land. He brought it with great love in his heart and given it as a gift, requesting that I keep it in hand. So just on the side here, that camphor tree, that camphor wood that the rosary is made out of, these trees are native to more Eastern Asian regions like Southern China, Vietnam, Korea, Japan, and thus Jahangir probably would not have known um, of that wood. <clears throat> so Jahangir heard this and then requested, O ocean of wisdom, Guru Hargobind, please bless me with one bead from this rosary. I'll keep that bead at the head of my rosary, ahead of all the other beads. I have requested the most expensive and rare beads for my rosary, which have come from foreign lands, but this one bead that I'll get from you, I've never seen such an exquisite bead. Also, having your bead in my rosary, I'll never be afraid again. I'll always place my hand on it. I'll forever remember that you are my protector. So just like you helped me out before, please be beneficent to me now. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, well, why don't you take the entire rosary and keep it then? Guru Nanak will forever be your protector, don't worry. Take their name and countless pains and obstacles will be removed. That heart which has true love for the Guru within it, how can that heart ever be afraid? Jahangir then clasped his hands together and said, Oh Guru Hargobind, this rosary looks glorious on you. So if you just have one extra bead to spare, then I can insert it into my rosary. So please look within your treasury. If you have an extra bead sitting around, if you find one, then please bless me with it. But I cannot take the entire rosary. Guru Hargobind heard this. He took this moment to bring out the story of Jandu to Jahangir. And then he said, well, Jahangir, that divan of yours, that minister of yours, Jandu, who you had promoted and propped up, whose house you sent my father to, where he then left his body, my father, Guru Arjan Devji, has such a beautiful rosary around his neck. It's way more valuable than the one that I have here. That rosary is still in Jandu's house. No one ever saw it after Guru Arjan went to that house. Jandu's been extremely deceitful to get your permission to take him to that house. He's done such a vile and unjust crime. So now you should ask Chandu for that rosary or even just one bead from that rosary. He has blocked all news about Guru Arjun to you with his lies and deceitful nature. Jahangir then understood everything that Guru Hargobind was alluding to by his words. Hearing the deceit of Chandu Jahangir then said back to Guru Hargobind, Chandu has slandered Guru Arjan Dev Ji so greatly, saying that the Guru kept thieves. When I heard this and called Guru Arjan Dev Ji, he came so gracefully, giving me their darshan, divine sight. It was evening time when he left, and I didn't hear anything else about his fate after that. And now, Chandu is saying that you have amassed an army, that you sit on a takath, a throne, saying that you will get revenge on your father's death. Hearing all of this, he deluded my mind, and that's why I sent Vizir Khan to your camp to bring you, and you gracefully bestowed your darshan divine sight on us. But I didn't see any vice in you when we met. So now, however you want to get that revenge, please let me know, but I do not have any sin in my mind. I didn't mean for anything bad to happen. 
that person, Chandu, who had evil in his mind, you may take revenge on him. But please, Guru Hargobind, please forgive me. I met with Guru Arjan for about an hour and a half. After that, I didn't hear anything else about the Guru, nor did I make any command. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, Jahangir, why are you bringing this up again? Those responsible will be found responsible in the court of God. Their punishment will be handed out upon careful consideration. Full justice for that sin will not be accounted for here. Only in the hells will that justice be served out. Will great pain will be experienced. They will cry out yelling. There will be no protection for them there. The divine is in everyone's heart, the knower of all. There can be no hiding from the divine and their justice. So now, just go get that bead from Chandu's house, which was around the neck of Guru Arjan Devji. Jahangir heard this and he was terrified, thinking that he might be held responsible for the Guru Shahid bead. And he quickly sent somebody to go call Chandu. When he came, Jahangir then pointed to the rosary that Guru Hargur was holding and said, go find from your place a similar type of rosary. And when you do, bring it to me. So Chandu heard this, he clasped his hands together and replied, saying, I'll go home and find a rosary even more valuable than that, which will glisten so brightly. So Chandu got permission from Jahangir, he went back home, he was telling his servants there, that rosary that was with Guru Arjun when he came here, go quickly and find it. So the servants went around, they scoured around the house, they went to the treasury of Chandu, and in searching through all the items, they couldn't find any rosary. So where they had placed that rosary, some rats had nibbled through and gotten there and started eating up the rosary. So that servant then went back and told Jandu about this, saying that all the beads were chewed up pretty bad, basically all ruined. Jandu heard this and was extremely worried now, just drenched in anxiety, thinking, where would he get such a valuable rosary from now? thinking that the emperor will just think that he's telling lies or that he's deceitful, thinking that his relationship with the emperor Jahangir might be ruined now. Chandu was thinking this and he sent some servants to go to all the marketplaces in Delhi to look for a very expensive rosary. All these servants combing through the markets couldn't find any beads that were better than the one that Guru Hargobind was holding. Chandu sent more and more people to look around all the markets. It was taking some time now. Jahangir eventually had him called, wondering what was taking so long. So Jahangir's servant runs up to Chandu's house and then begins to tell him what the emperor was saying. So he said, Chandu, hurry up. The emperor has called you to the court. Why are you just sitting here? Are you not afraid of the emperor? Hurry up. So this is how chapter two concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll hear how Chandu was summoned to that court and the discussion that he has with Jahangir in the presence of Guru Hargobind. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglajaran Patreon page. Guru Arjun Sahib, the man of power, and the Lord of the Sun.